3: Warning, the following podcast contains strong language and themes of an adult nature, including offensive words, lewdness, risqué situations, implied nudity, sexual content, poor behavior, depravity, innuendo, lecherous thoughts, naughty actions, anachronisms, indelicate expressions, feats of lyrical sublimity, suggestive imagery, obscenity, eroticism, farce, mischief, romance, high art, tomfoolery, feminism, early modern English, sex positivity, irony, comedy, drama, and satire. It is not suitable for children or the faint of heart. Enjoy. The Banging of the Shrew High Shakespearean smut for the lowly stage Presented to you in five acts of tongue and cheek The Banging of the Shrew Act One, Scene One a moonlit garden courtyard of a house of ill repute. We begin our story in the shadows there, with a hand drop, of course.
2: Uh, Pray, sweet Bianca. Yes, pray, palm to palm.
0: Like this? Upon my knees, Uh, a holy palmer?
2: Ay, faith, thou art an angel in thy work.
0: I work to pray and pray to work in faith.
2: In faith, I'll come a pilgrim to thy shrine.
0: Then come, earnest pilgrim, with chiselled
2: grace. Oh, Let me add my fresh and wedded stars to jewel this creamy face of heaven. Lo, what tithe can I offer for this good
0: deed? Hush, hush, sweet soul. Uh, Thy steamy uh, font uh, upon my open uh, breast uh, is all I truly need.
4: uh, uh, (sighs) (sighs) Kate, as headmistress of my brothel, thou art warden to these girls. And now thou sayest one's lost? Bianca, where's that naive girl? I swear,
0: that dream-eyed waif is hopeless in instruction, madam. This is where she went with that
4: foul cur that doth not have a cent. I've told that wench myself ten times a night that freebies are forbidden in this trade. A proper dame of ill repute by right should have some sense. A whore must sure be paid. Hi. I'm near to your love. Oh, yes, oh. yes. Please, spurt (laughs) Uh, forth. Enough! uh, Apart, uh, you two. There'll be no love without my weighted hand consenting this.
0: Mistress, my lady, I... uh, Wipe thy face,
4: and you, boy, hide thy pinprick. I am aching. Bianca, Trollop, Wench, took thee an oath as solemn as a monk's true faith in God to serve this house in bartered trade of lust. We brought thee in and trained thee in the trick and art of every love device for pay. Surely this pauper cannot pay thy price.
0: I know, madame, that I must pay my keep, but this young lad's so sweet. I thought that I may just this once have passion'd leave to sleep for pleasure, and not just a penny lay. Absurd! Thou art a slut and nothing more. To lie with love is sure to
4: make whores poor. Agreed. If thou canst not respect our creed of money first in hand before the deed, thou shalt be destined for the street or worse, the nunnery. Now, get thee to thy work. Bin factress.
2: By your leave, I'll do my duty. Uh, Oh, wilt thou leave me so unsatisfied?
0: What satisfaction canst thou have tonight? Have you allowance? Station? Any sense at all? Or, tis your penury a cloak, your youth a dapper cane to brace your age. Well, no. Thy surface tells the barren truth. Thou art poor and young.
4: Thou art beneath us, dog. Hot-tempered Kate, tis profitless to kick so hard. To work, Bianca. You, boy. On your way. Yes, shoe. Don't make me call the guards. Now come, Kate, they wait. Let's away to hoe. There's hours more hoeing till cocks crow.
1: <sighs>
2: call me a wretched cur, will they? I pray their cankered flowers wilt and fall. For want of richer clothes, they label me a stray. But have I not a prick to fit a cunt? I say I do. My dick is flesh and bone. It is a lively thing that leaps and hunt of pussy, quim, and cunt. Its work alone is this. To fuck, if I may be so blunt. Bianca, still I long for thee. The sweet... And pleading pout thy lips did seem to hold When they drew close, about to taste my meat. Oh, how it makes me ache still to behold That I did hold thy perfect tits in hand, Now seared in my hand's flesh the sense When thine own hand on mine did guide from pointed tips Downhill through soft gold veil, And further still to thy damp shore. I harbor deep to graze thy surface simmering, urging to push and plumb the furnace depths of thy summed beauty. Thy perfect body blinks out all in me, erases all. Yes, I'll save this heartache, this ache of once. Oh, God. Oh, is this ache love? Ah, oh, yes, a purest love, I'm sure of it. I'm swollen. Bianca, I love thee with no relief.
1: Thy oh. Oh. Oh.
2: Oh. Oh. absence now hath left a rigid fate. So in this bush I take my cock in hand, and to thy memory I masturbate. Ah! Oh. Oh.
5: Oh, uh, gee, uh. Uh, the farmer's daughter met me in the grove For some hey, diddle, hi, diddle, hey, diddle, ho Though promised on the morn to her betrothed Still we hey, diddle, hi, diddle, hey, diddle, ho What say, my Grayson? Have we come at last to find the quaint inn recommended us?
1: Quaint inn? More troth to say there's cunt within than call this body knocking
5: shop quaint inn. In sooth, this be a whorehouse, wretch. Go ask if it's the one I seek to suit my needs.
1: Seek ye high tea. A polar game of bridge?
5: Fy villain! Thinkest me a man too good for such a place as this? I'm here a man of basic needs, who strives by well-heeled pluck to state on daily basis what man can and should. I eat, I drink, I sleep, I fuck. (laughs) Not in that order I should think. Why's that?
1: I'd say, if Eating drink and sleep come first <laughs> then hardly is there a need for this
5: quainting <laughs> quite right first fuck then eat and drink then sleep to sleep <laughs> perchance to fuck Queen Mab in us
1: <laughs>
5: I'd say it is just a dream in 40 winks
1: oh, I'd say Queen Mab is good for 40 winks't <laughs>
5: uh, oh, oh! go wink for all I want. Thy wage I'll keep till thou art spent, and thus receive the thanks of all this trumpet saved from thy foul dawn.
1: Oh, methinks my master does me wrong.
5: And serves thee right, you damned perverted lech. Now, Grayson, do thy duty and go hence, Inquire of this very house, whose door red-lit is carnal signal to all men, is owned by famed Madame Baptista, who is known to sell the finest tail that a lady cat hath ever twitched in sin. If this be true, establish me therein. Take this, oh, yeah. and tell the madam I have arrived, and, having travelled far on word of her renown and reputation, want the best. Mm-hmm. Prepare the way for me. Procure a room, their largest room. Ensure their biggest bed is shod in silken sheets of scarlet bloom, like Aphrodite's cheeks when blushing red. Demand a feast laid out of ripened fruit, whose juices spurt both tart and sweet when bit. Pour wine as rich as blood, and sparkling brute that shivers as it's going down." Have lit in hearth a roaring fire fit to burn throughout the night. For I have come tonight to taste all pleasures offered here and spurn the dullness of day's light. So, by the right that coin will buy, this shall be my delight.
1: As you command, I'll do in haste. But, sir, what kind of supple lady should I ask to join you in your sordid feast? Your taste doth vary so from week to week to make this task <laughs> quite
5: hard. <laughs> and what, pray tell, dost make thee very well believe that I, with such bright burning lust, could be contented by one single woman? Tonight, I tell thee it is my intent to sample each and every kind of meat, for I am hungry. I will not be sate until the morning breaks, and I complete the task I've set myself, to mount and mate them all. A cornucopia I crave of every female shape, so plate them all before me. Go, depraved fool Grayson. Tell the madam I, Lord Peter, filled with pluck, have come with cock and coin enough to fuck. (laughs) And on. <laughs> We'll all prepare
1: for thy great coming
5: <laughs> That shameful wretch It's quite by luck his syphilitic mind can keep its wits enough to serve me without having fits Affixed is he in gross obsessions which he plies on maids despite infection's itch The pox scars on his cock are emblems of his heinous tastes and fright away the givers, charwomen, chambermaids, and half-wit wives of fishmongers. Uh, The fool. (sighs) A moment's peace. (sighs) But why am I so weary? I know not. What kind of woman wouldst thou like, he asks? What kind? Them all, them all! A blonde brunette, as if I didn't know their virtues yet. For five full years knows he, since father passed and gave me leave to seek my pleasure. I have haply roamed the continent and sought in dens of vice all vice that can be bought. The thrill I seek, the secret each girl has inside her lust I winnow out. The rise of breasts... The musk in one tart's armpit. Throaty moans, another croaks, the certain shade of orange atop a twat unique. Each mystery revealed and reveled in completely till I'm full and want no more of it. Then on to Nurlech, some undiscovered country yet to be claimed. I'm driven to and from it. Variety is boundless, yet tis queer the course remains the same. "'Tis strange sensation, being driven thus. Night by night I have my lust fulfilled. I should be full, it's to be marveled at. Yet still there's room in me that needs be filled up more. Each sun will set and lead to new arisings. Yet is not each sun the same, despite each night's demising? What silly musing this! I'm wearied by the long day's distance traveled. Nothing more. I'm horned, tis all. And shell to my desire. The farmer's daughter met me in the grove.
2: Bianca. Oh, Bianca, I'm... Uh, What's this?
5: Some out-of-doors uh, fucking brought to completion. <laughs> Bravo, my lad. Well met. Who's there that screws with vigor in the openness? And where's thy wench?
2: I I beg forgiveness, sir. You've caught me unawares, and I am chagrined of it. My name is Luke, of Pisa raised. Well met. I must confess to you, I am alone.
5: Hmm. I see. Alone. What pity, though, to spill thy seed upon unfeeling flagstone, when thou art so near this wanton den where girls abound to lend a helping hand. Alas, I could not come no further. Though true that one must come through gate and thusly come in courtyard if to reach this brothel, perhaps thou hast then missed the point and come too soon.
2: Alas, I have not come soon enough to catch the perfect maiden I desire in my grasp.
5: Methinks perhaps thou missed my meaning.
2: I am sorry, sir. I am whelmed and cannot think of nothing else save my Bianca. Who was in my arms but moments past, and she, the fairest of all things, most just and pure and giving in her love to me, was writhed untimely from embrace before we could complete our rite of love, most cruelly sent back to her duties in Baptista's house.
5: This girl, she's in the trade.
2: A novice here, by fate and circumstance alone but she's much more the gilded angel heaven sent to prove my heart could know true love, much more than paid romance could argue for or against.
5: But still, the service of this winged lark is bought, correct? But she
2: loves me, and I love her. No coin for love is necessary.
5: No coin, perhaps, but still a hefty toll it surely takes, for thou art addle-brained and hobbled by thy bootless love, and that may be more costly sum than all Job's riches. God, boy! Best call a surgeon to be drained of thy bad humours, so infected by this defect love. Love's like a fever plague. Its burning saps away thy strength and vig. It chars thy soul. It makes thee less a man. And to what end? As thy reward, it crowns thee hallowed host and servant to its heat, which thus in turn consumes thy manhood more. Tis pointless love. Its promise is deceit. Its cost too great and turns ye to a whore. Here's mine advice. Go in and buy this fair Bianca's time. Enjoy the lusty skill of her profession. There's no need for love.
2: But love is my sole property.
5: Then thou art poor indeed.
2: And so prevented from the kindest charity of my Bianca. Unfairly, I'm barred access to my love, but my love's jailer, a most cruel and mean headmistress of this place.
5: Oh, the villainess.
2: It's true. Though she's named Mistress Kate and called so to her face, she's oft called heartless shrew when she is out of hearing, lest her sharp and scornful tongue release its wrath on you. Her looks may please the eye, but she is cruel.
5: (sighs) Young Buck, she doth beseem untamed, but still I'd wage tis better to mount this cursed Kate and risk a kick than ride a guileless mare that has no run at all, so hobbed by love.
2: I would possess none other than my gentle Bianca. I would purchase every tick of time and every clock and mantelpiece if it would make her mine. Had I the (sighs) means.
4: The madam comes. I must hide.
5: Go to, boy.
4: Signore Uh Horace. Are you sure you will not stay for longer? Rest assured we can conclude your business to desired
6: endings. Madame Baptista... "'I give thanks for the most gracious introductions to your house. "'But as you know, a wealthy merchant of such status as myself, "'who walks amongst society, a civil gentleman, "'must keep his time in contact with the low and scandalous of life to minimum. "'I do, however, give you compliments. "'I found the line of girls that I had leave in parlor to inspect most passing fair "'and showing promise in the suiting of my needs.' especially the innocent and young one called
4: Bianca. What? Bianca could never stomach such an ancient goat? I've perfect confidence my good house can furnish you a woman elegant, befitting one with high patrician stature.
6: She must. It's proved no easy task to find one of the fairer sex I can employ as private courtesan to me. You do not say a gentleman like you? It's very well true, and it's most common knowledge that... As even you must know, to have a cultured and decorated mistress is required fashion in all the highest circles now. She must be pleasant and refined, polite, docile, skilled at music, pretty, of course, respecting toward her betters. Low, and just as boring, too. <laughs> in short, the opposite of your head mistress. Why, when I did tell her my intent, she gave
4: invective most unladylike, an insult to my manhood, I won't repeat. I do apologize against my Kate's rash words. Such pride she takes in our profession and the good name of our girls in this respected house, she oft forgets to check her tongue. But she's like mine own daughter here, so much that she is heir to this good brothel. She's at times uncouth, as all who are not achieved in age as we, but I assure you... She'll obey my word.
6: Hmm. <clears throat> One more requirement have I. To have a comely courtesan that suits my needs. And this need is quite delicate. She must possess, unspoilt by any other man, her purity intact. In short, she must needs be a virgin. Virgin?
4: Yes, a virgin. The dirty lecher. Why, a villain. Well... I do suppose it could be possible to find for a good sir a virgin lass, but it's not common practice in this house. Perhaps a woman more experienced would be more pleasing mistress and more apt of fashion to reflect your high-born heir.
6: The very same protection of my name and reputation is of great concern to me. The which is why I must insist my chosen mistress to possess... In no uncertain terms, a certain purity of flesh. He wants to trammel virgin snow. Well, where am I of all the manners of affliction that originate most foul in fornication? So, one must be guard against cankers, blisters, louse, and French
4: disease, the new world sailor's bane of syphilis, all weaknesses venereal. I keep my business clean, I can assure you this. My house's midwife is most vigilant in keeping well the health of all my girls.
6: This may be well, but still must I insist my courtesan be unpolluted virgin. Therefore, I'll bring a learned physician here to verify virginity, a man whom I can trust to give exam to all your women and confirm in faith there is no carnal pestilence of any sort to taint the maid I take from this bordello. For troubles taken, here's two thousand ducats as payment. With the doctor, I'll return tomorrow on the morn.
4: The price is fair and settled. We'll accommodate your wish, as we take pride to do for every man as best we can.
6: <coughs> good eve, Madame
5: Baptista. <coughs> good eve, good eve, my fellow connoisseur of sordid flesh. A lovely evening for a little cunt. (laughs) You must agree, good sir. (coughs)
4: And you must be Lord Peter
5: Pluck. The same. Madame Baptista, glad am I to come at last to your famed house.
4: You're welcomed here. Please come. Your room and feast are near prepared.
5: And all thy harlots are fresh virgins here. In sooth, I've heard a man can have no other.
4: Oh yes. Each one a virgin bloomed afresh each morn, their dewy maidenheads reflowered. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh unjust fate. Why dost thou seem to grant the world entire to the ones with means and dirty-minded ancients? Yet brook not the earnest youth. He's trying. He's not fair. Yet here I've heard the means by which I may achieve an ingress to my fair Bianca. Ha in haste, I'll to mine uncle Lawrence go, by luck a goodly doctor he, and bring him to the service of this pantalooned old Horrence. I will don the guise of an apprentice in mine uncle's service, so gain entry to this keep containing my Bianca, thusly having chance to woo and win her love. Ha <laughs> ha! I must away <laughs> oh. Bianca, I will return and catch thee like a dove, and thus in hand will I possess true love. Ha
3: ha ha! More, you ask? Don't fret. The banging of the shrew will return right after this.
0: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
3: Like what you hear? Then rate and review us on your favorite podcast service. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Banging of the Shrew. And visit our website at bangingoftheshrew.com. And tell a friend about us, too. We now return to The Banging of the Shrew, a comedy of sex, love, and foul language Five acts. Act one, scene two. An orgy.
1: <laughs>
5: I'm lost. <laughs> I've tangled in the sweet briar roses. <clears throat> what wild lust this briar patch exposes! I'm bramblebound. I'm blind. Whose tits are those? Is how's this? <clears throat> What's this fat calf my hand encloses? A path. I'll follow root to wellspring. Ho, <laughs> oh, sweet Josephine, tis thy count I've I know,
1: uh, tis <laughs> mine.
5: And this round rump is Rachel's, tis certain.
1: Oh, no, my lord, mine's here. Thou hast there Carrie's bottom pot.
5: <laughs> but ah, uh, these breasts.
1: What?
5: I know these heavy orbs by heart to be hot, Petras. Let me suckle. Ah. Uh, Watch where thou sticks thy finger, Josephine. My arse! We're come to all confusion. Joy, I'm lost! <laughs> Enough! I'll order out our sex play yet. Come forth, my carry, Josephine, Nicole, my sugar sup and all the rest. Rise up!
0: How now, my lord? Good cheer, my lord! My lord, what say? Here, here. My lord, we're in thy service.
5: In faith? Oh. My company needs be prepared. <laughs> Pray, are your tresses sleekly combed and blue suits brushed? Are garter straps a firm knit tight? Is breath of sweetmeat taint now free? Chest out! Thy shoulders back! Were fingernails clean? Are lips bruised blushed with proper stick? And pray... Curtsy with left leg, bow not from the waist. Mm. Have not thy perfume too much strong nor weak. Squeal high when tickled on thy right knee, and moan low when pricked on backside. Good? Say I.
0: I, sir. Say I. Sir, I. I, I. Lord I.
5: The eyes have it! Let us to bed! <laughs> 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 oh, fuck! Shit! Piss cunt, tits, prick. Oh, yes, yes, yes!
0: <laughs> What's this disgusting din that breaks our night? Do brain, ass, and senseless ganders fight?
5: Good, good. Another whore to join our row. A red wench, too. For thee I'll double pay. Come, slut. To field and help me wage this war.
0: What foul man dares affront me with such insult?
5: Calls me not foul nor goose, though I screw ganders. Callest me Peter, cock and crow thy patron.
0: <clears throat> I'd rather crow's meat than your patronage.
5: Would better thou feast thee on well hung cockerel.
0: More like than not that limp cops crow, though broad, <laughs> delivers not. Beware. You crow like Capin. Oh,
5: I've lost my crow by thy sharp tongue. Well said. Thy wit becomes thee well.
1: <laughs> mm.
5: Now pray, before I lose my cut complete, please drop thy dress and pretense quick and join this bed, my girl, that I may come as quick on thee as well.
0: I am not your girl. No one gives me orders.
5: Mm. Have I then lost myself so much as to forget I'm in Baptista's pleasure den? In faith, it's I am customer and thou art prostitute. I order thee to duty.
0: I need not swine's instruction in mine art, but shall instruct you. I am mistress here and will be called not girl, but mistress Kate by all who are not beast. The rest to hell. What's more, this noble title, prostitute, my prided craft, mine art, mine office, sir, will not be sullied by the tasteless braise of some debased, respectless profligate. Fie! Duty will I show ye. Girls, oh. depart. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh.
5: Oh, thou wantest me all to thyself. Tut, what thin ruse! Tis greedy not to share.
0: (laughs) What thick skull that's filled with such conceit! I can assure you that is not the case. How
5: forward thou art, pet! I like thy fire. And now I see tis mixed well with fair sex and well-formed feature. I desire thee more.
0: So speaks the spoiled child, knowing not the black confection pot doth scald when touched.
5: Scald not? Like kid, so too must I be nourished.
0: So too, like mule, you need be beat with switch.
5: If beating be to lead thee to this bed, I'd gladly pull the card, neath all thy thrashings.
0: Enough of these mixed words. Let's to the point. Though other whores may find you forward, witty, possessing, pleasing looks enough to please and grant you trick and play. Faith, I do not. You are below my pride, without respect. You shall not have my services tonight.
5: Too prideful harps the haughty prostitute that shirks off Aphrodite's sacred duty.
0: As if to call me prideful be an insult. Proud should I be, else I cheapen my trade. I've
5: plenty currency to discount pride.
0: Not coin enough to purchase my debasement.
5: Oh! What uncommon news from strumpet lips! I've whoremongered in every corner of this globe with every kind and breed of whore. From trollop, harlot, hooker on the street, to high-paid escort, call girl, courtesan, and all were bought and paid for with fair price. And all then did their labor true, as all good prostitutes should do. Thus, a whore's role. She should, for payment, wholly give herself in full submission to her purchaser, who's bought by right, her body and good graces. Tis where a prostitute's true pride should lie.
0: You fool! You have forgot one thing. A woman is not a slave. You can take that to the grave. I am the sole possessor of my goods. My skill... Experience, ability, my body, and my will are all mine own. And it is always mine own choice to sell or not to sell, thus honoring my duty by always choosing me, not man, as master. And man, mind well, lest gain ye your disaster. <clears throat>
5: <clears throat> <laughs> oh, oh, I see it clearly now. You don't? I do. Thy conscience heeds the feelings thou hast found for me.
0: To wit, a most true loath?
5: Loath to admit attraction.
0: Thou art mad, stark, raving lunatic, to think so.
5: <laughs> a frank retort at last, <clears throat> but follow. If thou wilt not have sex with me for money, then thou art not a prostitute. If thou art not prostitute, then thou must be a lady. If thou art lady, then so must thee find me charming. <laughs> and if I be charming in thine eyes, then thou desirest to sleep with me, and then dost sleep with me for love.
0: Love! What offensive, foul, most vile poison dropped in mine ears by monstrous reprobate. Thou hast confused for love a most pure hate.
5: I swear I'll cuff you if you strike again.
0: Thou art a monster. Raise thy fist to me, and I shall bite thy thumb off, craven fiend. Thou art a villain. Ogre! Coward! Swine! I'll rend thy flesh from thee if thou touch mine. Now, let me state in no uncertain terms. I swear that I will never sleep with you. No, not for any payment, not for free, and not for love. No. Never in all of my remaining days of life. I promise ye. You are no longer welcome in this brothel. I'll fetch the guards to aid in your removal.
5: Perhaps I may have crossed the line with that. In faith, the fury of this woman is an awesome sight. A will to whip a tempest the likes of which Prospero could not conjure. And as this storm provoked, hath me provoked, I am engaged. For this is something new. What sport! I underestimated her. 'Twas fault in my first serve, but I'm now game. 'Tis clear, a power such as she possesseth requires it be met with equal force. My will gainst hers in stormy intercourse. Ah, oh, fellows! Come to change these linens. Hey! Of course, I could be wrong, and this manhandling is but just caused by mere misunderstanding.
3: On the next episode of The Banging of the Shrew
0: Love. The very sound of it befouls the air and makes one stupid.
3: Longing, intrigue, and swearing. This
0: one is real, I swear. And if I be as lucky, I
2: would be wife to good
0: young Luke.
2: Donning this disguise and playing part,
4: I shall at last have leave to woo Bianca. Kate, thou shalt take him as thy fucking customer tonight. What?
5: So best I'll have, as I shall have this Kate, else I be not worthy to be called a man. If you're but half the man you boast
6: to be, you'll save us all.
0: I'd rather let that gray beard chorus mate and marry me than cede one ounce of will or caring to that so-called man called Peter.
3: All that and more. On the next episode of The Banging of the Shrew The Banging of the Shrew was written, directed, and produced by Joseph Stephen Leonardo and starred Bridget Garwin as Kate, Isaiah Musicaella as Peter, Brianna McKay as Bianca, Mason Aiken as Luke, Harry Shields as Horace, Deborah Rothhart as Madame Baptista, Alan Mary as Gracie, and Maggie Gagliardi, Angela Ariana Perkins, Mia Passarella, Claire Munns, and Keely Jimenez as Josephine, Nicole, Rachel, Carrie, and Petra, respectively, and was narrated by me, Sam Kelly. Our sound engineer was Lynn Earls at EMP Studios. Music for The Banging of the Shrew was written, arranged, recorded, and produced by Zach Tabori. Editing and sound design by Joseph Leonardo. With Foley by JRS Productions. Maggie Gagliardi was our production assistant. And cover art was created by Haley Breen. And additional artwork and illustrations created by Mia Passarelli. Matthew Michaeteach and Joseph Stephen Leonardo, executive producers. Special thanks to Bridget Garwood, Daniel Klugel, Scott Ford. Matt Temple, Todd A.O., Jeff Peters, David Jeffries, Scott Haller, Tim Hooten, Sarah Lanka, Leland Jackness, Alex Rapport, Julia Stein, and Oliver Baker. And a very special thanks to Hannah Posting. Like what you hear? Then rate and review us on your favorite podcast service. And tell a friend about us, too. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Banging of the Shrew. And visit our website at BangingoftheShrew.com. Thank you for listening. And join us again for the next episode of... The Banging of the Shrew. This has been a Tango Silent Films production.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus...